Well, welcome to today's episode. Today, I have a special guest, somebody that's a friend of mine, somebody I've known for a long time that I really adore as a person, but also um, he's here to talk about our topic today, which is, I think, uh, an important topic to a lot of people, which is transitioning into a sales career. Um, I, I remember for me, when I first started into sales, it was tough. I came from a customer service background. And I remember it's not only the knowledge that you have to know about your products, it's also how you message the real value proposition to your consumer. And, and that's something that takes time. I mean, which really potentially costs you a lot of sales and stuff like that. So I really felt like Brett was good to talk about this because he had to go through this just like I did. And so I wanted somebody that I knew that could relate this subject pretty well. So Brett, welcome to our show today and I'm glad to have you aboard. So uh, let's, let's dive right in. So do you want to tell the audience how we first met, how we came about to get to know each other? Sure. Um, this would take us back to 2003 when I decided I wanted to uh, do something a little bit more in a kind of professional services type of industry, do more, you know, face-to-face -face customer interaction. Uh, and uh, was looking through the paper and uh, yes, and it was a paper at the time, not the internet. And, um, you know, uh, responded to Michael's ad looking for, uh, for a salesperson in his, uh, in his office. So, um, you know, he called me in, we sat down, we, we, we had some discussion and lo and behold, uh, I became uh, an associate for Michael um, back in early 2004 at that point. This is at the, at the end of the year. So, um, yeah, so you know, decided I wanted to, to, to make a different, uh, make a change and, and go a different route for, for a long-term career. Yeah, and it's so funny because we're still in this, this sales world, sales career, and it's like it hasn't gotten rid of us yet. So we, we must enjoy it at and that's a very important thing. So um, what kind of sales experience did you have prior to joining me? Um, prior to joining, uh, really not much, uh, not really, you know, other than uh, working at a car wash and, uh, you know, trying to just sell people on uh, what car washes, uh, you know, which, which level of wash they should get. Uh, other than that, nothing at all. So coming in pretty fresh and, and ready to ready to learn. Yeah, so that was, um, it's always a transition, and that's what I, I want the audience to know. I think whatever, you know, job you come from, especially customer service related, can be a big potential that will help you down the road once you put that correlation together between, you know, customer service skills and also sales. You just, it takes time to kind of blend those two together, and, you know, preparation's key on that too. Um, can you explain to our audience how helpful it was for you to be around another salesperson when you first started compared to, you know, you know, kind of having that, that, you know, camaraderie around you? How was that important to you? Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it was of utmost importance, really. I mean, it's really, really difficult to, to try to go into a sales environment, um, solo, right? So, I mean, you can, but, uh, you know, being around someone who had been doing this themselves, someone to learn from, someone to shadow, um, you know, really, you know, helped me to start to understand what that world was like, um, you know, the, the, the best ways to approach it. Um, and, you know, what I, what I started to realize, you know, as we started to get more and more involved uh, in, in sales and just doing more together, 
is you start to learn bits and pieces from different people. And you, over time, those bits and pieces from different people start to form your own way of doing things, which might slightly differ from the person or people that you're learning from, but you take a little from everybody to, to, to really drive your own um, identification when it comes to how you sell. But uh, Michael was absolutely, um, you know, key and paramount for me to get started and to learn. And, you know, I certainly wouldn't be sitting here doing what I'm doing if it weren't for him. Um, so, you know, it's, uh, you know, just learning from somebody else and being able to, to kind of follow along and, 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 and really shadow that person was, is, uh, is, is, is key. Yeah. So, you know, one of the things I really feel like that you have great ability on is you've got really good listening skills. And I, I felt like that was something for me that when I first came into the sales career, it's like something I had to really work at. Um, you know, I think a lot of salespeople feel like they have to do all the talking and all that, but it's very important to listen to your clients. And I think that was something you kind of picked up on early for me to really know how to communicate really effectively was listening to what they were saying. And uh, I think that's one of your things. So can you explain to the audience how important it is to really be a great listener? Yeah, for sure. Um, you, know, you, you know, you as a salesperson, you really want to understand what the other person is looking for. You want to understand their likes, their dislikes. You want to understand what their goal is. Um, you want to be, you know, you, you, you really want to listen to every word that comes out of their mouth. Um, you know, one of the things that I've learned over the years that I started learning with Michael and, and have just kind of developed throughout my career was really, you know, um, uh, you know, having silence on the phone. No, nobody wants silence, right? You, you, everybody wants to fill that airspace with something. But as you are selling, the more you are quiet, the more they will talk because they're a human being just like you. They don't want to sit in silence either. So somebody's going to fill that airspace. So as long as you're quiet and you're listening, they will continue to talk. The more they continue to talk, the more you will learn, the more in depth you will go, the better, you know, long-term, um, you know, opportunities you may have because you may identify not only just the, the, the subject or the topic that you may be you know, talking to them about right then, you may learn something that might help you down the road in, in, in some, some other sort of sales capacity um, that they may, you know, to, you know, they may say something that just triggers uh, other thoughts and other, other opportunities for you. So um, listening is by far the most important piece um, to selling. Uh, it, it, it's not really about pushing your product or pushing, um, you know, yourself onto someone else. It's really understanding what it is that they're looking for um, and, and being able to then achieve or meet, you know, their expectations. Um, so the more you can listen, the more you're going to learn, the better off you're going to be. And, and, you know, feeding off that, you know, one thing I'd like to say is like, uh, how do you describe, how would you describe like working with someone from the very beginning so that there's not that dead airspace of time of not actually talking and nobody's communicating. How do you break the ice? I mean, what do you think your technique is? I mean, I know you exceptionally well. I just want to hear what you have to say on this. Um, you know, you, you, you know, so, so for me, what I generally do is, you know, I, it starts off with, with a conversation and I, I will generally, um, you know, you start off kind of not, 
you don't want to just jump right in, right? So it, it's how are you doing? How's your family, et cetera. You want to learn a little bit about the person, you know, you know, you don't want to come across like you're pushy or salesy. You know, you really want to be, you know, just another person, you know, you're, you're a person just like them, right? You know, understand who they are, what their likes are, their dislikes, ask them how their day is going, ask them, you know, what's, what's going on in their life. Um, and then you kind of bleed into, um, you know, more of the topic at hand, right? And then you start asking leading questions. You ask the question and then you basically just kind of stop, let them go, let them, let them take you where they want to go because they will take you where they want to go. Um, and generally where they want to go is going to be where you want them to go. Um, and the more you, like I said before, the more you just continue to let them talk, the, the, the better off you're going to be. So for me, it's more about starting off kind of, you know, non-work related, you know, ask them about who they are and, and how things are going. And then you, you know, start asking those probing questions and let them talk. Yeah. And I, you know, you know, for me, like, I really feel like one thing that both of us did really well together was being very sincere. We're very sincere people about the products we're selling. We believe in the products we're selling. We believe in the usefulness of the products we're selling. And I think a lot of times people get into sales careers where they, they don't really believe in the products that they're, they're selling and where they're portraying. So to me, you know, having that sincerity is very important because that's really key uh, to have that natural conversation, to really get them to know because now they start to open up and everybody can be genuine with one another. Um, what are some of the things that you feel make up a successful sales career? Um, so to, to follow what one of the points you just made, being a sincere person, being personable um, is probably one of the, number one component of being successful in a sales environment. It's, it's not all about the product that you're selling. It's really these people buying from you as a person. They believe you, they trust you, they know that you have their best interest. And that's really what can make you a successful salesperson is, is, is being able to communicate effectively um, to be able to, 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 you know, have the other person really feel that you are, you know, you, you're like them, you're another human being that they can call you, they can, they can, you know, at any point that, that you, you can, you can help them through whatever or anything that they may have going on. Um, and if maybe you don't have an answer, you'll get them an answer. Or if maybe it's something that you're not, that you can't do, or it's not in your particular wheelhouse, that you can refer them to someone uh, who may be able to help them. You know, you're kind of a, a go-to person for them. Um, you know, I, I, you know, I've been, you know, since the very beginning, it, it, I've always been in a kind of professional services type of an environment. And, and really it, it's all about, you know, selling yourself, if you will, right. Just, just building that trust in the relationship with other people. Um, and that, that's really been a very successful component of, of my career is I think, you know, all of my clients and pr you know, prior clients and referral clients and everything else has all been, you know, because of the people that I have met along the way, um, you know, they, they believe in me, they, they enjoy me, they enjoy our conversations, and they will tell their friends and their friends will tell their friends and it just starts to spread. Um, yeah, and so, you know, really, really just being able to, you know, effectively communicate and be genuine with people is, is really the probably the number one thing about uh, about, you know, successful sales career. 
Yeah, one of the things I wanted to also talk about was the fact of, you know, details. You know, one of the things is often, you know, being in a sales career, we have very strong competition. You know, there's plenty of competition out there. There's plenty of um, just about everything that you do. Uh, there's other people doing the same thing. So one of the things I want to talk about was the details and really how the details matter, especially when you get close to the finish line or maybe somebody's looking at, you know, other companies, other competitors. And so what I want you to explain to the audience is why is, you know, you're very great at paying attention to the details. Explain to them why that is so important to make sure you get to the finish line. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, really, you know, nobody wants, you know, errors, problems, um, hiccups, you know, they, they really want ideally a smooth process, whatever you're selling, right. They want it from beginning to end. They want it to be smooth. They want it to be, you know, something that they don't have to worry about. Um, and the more, you know, kind of, um, you know, errors or the, 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 the lack of clarity, the lack of, of, of detail, you know, is, is likely to cause some problems along the way. Uh, and the more that you have to call those people back or email them back and tell them, you know, that this is wrong or that is wrong or et cetera, you know, the more they become, you know, uh, you know they, 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 they stop the, the trust factor is, is starting to be broken, right? They, they want to be able to believe and trust that what you're doing um, is correct um, and, and in their best interest. So, you know, I've always made it a point to be as detailed as possible. You know, I, I really, I, I comb through everything in as much detail as possible, cross all the T's, dot all the I's. Um, and that helps to build the relationship. It helps to build the trust. Um, and in the end, um, you know, that will ultimately, you know, bring you more business down the road. Because if, like I said, if these people are believing you and they're trusting you, they're going to tell their friends. Yeah. And, their and friends I think they're going to tell their friends. Yeah. And the, the, the important thing about that is like keeping a level of integrity. Both of you and I are very high ethical integrity type people and very attention to the detail. And ultimately at the, at the end of the day, that may sometimes cost us business by doing the right thing, but there's nothing wrong with always doing the right thing. There, there's, there's reasons why things apply and why ethics apply and why rules apply. And I thought, you know, I think we both apply those really well. Now, sales career requires a lot to be successful. I can tell you, you know, coming from the beginning, it just, it takes a lot. How do you balance your time? <laughs> Sometimes that's not as easy, um, you know, but you, you've got to find some sort of common ground. Um, you know, you've got to be able to turn, turn things off at times. Um, you know, you, you know, you, you don't want to be, um, you know, you, you don't necessarily want to be working 24 seven, you will burn yourself out. Um, so, you know, while I am readily available pretty much 24 seven, if I am called or emailed and someone needs something quickly, I will tend to it. I do try to, you know, set things down, walk away from the screen, walk away from the phone. Um, and, and really kind of give myself the downtime. And, and in that downtime, it doesn't mean that I'm not thinking about, you know, work or thinking about, you know, what my next move might be or, or who I need to contact and, and what opportunities are, are coming. But, um, you know, it, it's really a time to, 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 to just not be, you know, uh, in that screen uh, or, 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 you know, kind of face-to-face -face with somebody.
Um, but you know, you've got to give yourself some balance because you will just totally burn yourself out. So, so tell me, you know, feeding off that, what, tell me how COVID-19 has impacted that for you. Um, well, at the beginning, it had a dramatic impact, um, you know, in terms of, of just how quick um, my everyday life was, was changing from a work perspective, uh, not only just from, well, not even just a work perspective, but personally too, right? I mean, we go from running around town and running to the office and back and going to meetings and sitting in board meetings and meeting with clients, et cetera, to, you know, full-time remote from home, not leaving the house, et cetera, for, you know, for a couple months. Um, so, you know, that was one piece that we were dealing with, right? Just the change from a personal perspective and what we're all dealing with. And then second to that was, you know, while I'm home and I am working, um, you know, dealing with my clients and helping them through, helping them to understand, helping them to, to see, you know, what it is that they need to change and how this is going to impact their business, et cetera. Um, it was very challenging for the first, you know, probably month, month and a half. It has gotten a little bit better as we started to learn more about, you know, COVID and, and what is going on um, and, and, and what the, you know, while we don't know what the future holds, you know, we can kind of start to project a little bit into the future at least to, to kind of get a glimpse of what we think might be coming. Um, but, you know, the, the whole thing about, you know, being in the home, you know, figuring out the best time to work, the best, you know, uh, place to work within the house to, you know, to, to give yourself that, that, that space from, you know, you know, spouses and kids and whatnot and the noise and, and just kind of figuring out how to, you know, um, you know, work in our new normal, um, you know, and being able to kind of still be able to, to, to break up the, the work and the life uh, balance um, with at that point, you're, every, everything is at home, right? You're, you're working at home, your family's at home, you're, you're, you're not going anywhere. So uh, being able to, to kind of still put things down um, and, and give yourself a little bit of a reprieve, uh, you know, in the, in the evenings and in the morning, go for some walks, et cetera, and just kind of, you know, take a breather. Yeah. You know, and, and, you know, what I gather from that is something I often talk about and I've talked to many about is like adapting, you know, you know, adapting to the change and what you've just said in so many words is how you've adapted to doing things differently because of COVID-19, but you adapted. And I think for the audience, yep. it's a very important thing to pick up on, meaning that we all can adapt to this. And that's really a choice that we make. It's really how we look at it and how we kind of look at the things that how they've changed, what can we do differently? How can we embrace the change? Um, so I think that's a very important thing that you, you really kind of spoke about there. Um, now, one thing I'd like to ask, you know, as we're wrapping up here is like, what would you say to someone that's thinking about starting a sales career? This is a very, very kind of, tough thing because I know there's plenty of people out there that's thinking I'd like to take a leap of faith and get into sales, but it's like, I'm not sure. I'm not sure I can be a salesperson. What would you say to them? Um, you know, I, I think I'd probably start with, you know, if you like being around people, you like talking to people, you believe in what it is that you're selling, then you really can't go wrong. Um, if you don't like being around people, <laughs> it's probably not the place you want to go. Um, you know, and, and there's a lot of people that way. A lot of people just like being by themselves. They, they don't like, uh, they like kind of being behind the scenes. Um, 
but uh, you know, being in sales is, is nothing is no nowhere near behind the scenes, right? You are up front. You are you are at the front of everything. You are the face, right? You are talking to to prospects and clients, and and uh, you know, you're creating a, a name for yourself. Um, so, you know, it, it can be it can be lucrative depending on the the, the career path that you're taking. Um, you know, but, uh, you know, you definitely want to start by, you know, talking with other salespeople, really trying to, you know, have more of a, a mentor, a coach, uh, to get started and, uh, and really kind of, you know, learn from others and, and kind of their, their do's and their don'ts. And, uh, as you learn from other people and you start collecting all those do's and don'ts, as I was stating earlier, you know, you start to form your, um, you know, your, uh, your avenue, right? You start to develop the way that you're going to do things, what you're comfortable with and what you're not comfortable with. And, and at times it's, it's, it's a good thing to get out of your comfort zone. Um, I've struggled with that over the years and I'm becoming better and better at that. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it can be a little scary, but, you know, it, it, it's, a, it's a being in a professional services type of environment where you really are in front of other people. Um, it's, it's very rewarding. Yeah. So one final question kind of leading off of that, you know, is really how, you know, looking back on this and, and this is really going back to telling somebody that might be starting, what do you think your career would have been like if you didn't have that mentor or you didn't have that person that you could kind of shadow, you know, do you feel like it's just, you know, that mentor coach or having that person to watch sped your career up on a must you know, much more a fast track versus how would it have been differently if you didn't have that? So, you know, how, what's the key importance on that? Yeah, no, I mean, without a doubt, it would have, it, you know, uh, yeah, without a doubt, I mean, it would have been significantly uh, dampened by having to go at this, you know, by myself. Um, you know, it would have been a lot of reading, a lot of research, um, and really just trying to figure things out. Um, which you still have to do, but by learning from others who have done it, um, it really helps you kind of speed things up. Um, it, it really gives you a sense of comfort um, when you're going to meet with, with prospects, let's say, right? And, and, and you're there, maybe you, you say a few things, but you really are with a mentor or a coach who, who's doing more of the talking. You kind of get a feel for how they're doing things and, and the way that they're doing things. And as you see them succeed in their, uh, in their career, you know, you start to pick up on those, on those things that, uh, that were successful for them. So without a doubt, you know, I, I, I wouldn't be sitting here had I not been able to, to kind of come on board and, and, and meet with you, you know, all those years ago. And, uh, you know, I would say that to anybody else, you know, it's, it's, it's very meaningful and you would certainly not regret, uh, being able to to work with a coach, uh, work with a mentor, and, you know, as you're getting yourself started, um, you know, it's it's uh, and and I would I would say that it's likely that that person, whoever that person is, you know, will probably end up being a, a friend of yours, <laughs> you know, forever at that point. As you start to learn that person and their 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 life, their 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 spouse, their kids, et cetera, I mean, you become friends. And um, you know, it's uh, it's 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 been a great uh, a great uh, you know, uh, relationship. Yeah. When I treasure it. And the one thing I will say too, is that the fact that 
that what you're saying I think is so important when somebody's making a career change or choosing a job is to make sure they have that support from the company, have that support in the person that you're, that you're looking at. You need that support. If you need that mentor, you need the coach and you don't want to go out on your own. It's like who you choose to work with is very important, you know, especially if you're looking yeah. at your career from a long point. So, you know, taking the day, uh, you know, what's your plan for the future? What's the plan five years from now? What's going on? So, you know, Anytime you accept a job, you're going to be working with that. You're an affiliated with that person. And so you've got to make sure you have that experience. So, Brett, great call. I really enjoyed your time. Uh, terrific. And, and you're my friend. And I will see you again soon. Sounds great. Thanks.